I haven't caught anything, he remarked, calmly as if answering an unspoken query. When I do, I have to throw it back again, especially the big fish. But some of the little beasts interest me when I get them. A scientific interest, I suppose, observed March. Of a rather amateurish sort, I fear, answered the strange fisherman. Now I have a sort of hobby about what they call phenomena of phosphorescence. But it would be rather awkward to go about in society carrying stinking fish. I suppose it would, said March with a smile. Rather odd to enter a drawing room carrying a large luminous cod, continued the stranger in his listless way. How quaint it would be if one could carry it about like a lantern, or have little sprats for candles. Some of the sea beasts would really be very pretty like lampshades, the blue sea snail that glitters all over like starlight, and some of the red starfish really shine like red stars. But naturally I'm not looking for them here. March thought of asking him what he was looking for. But feeling unequal to a technical discussion at least as deep as the deep-sea fishes, he returned to more ordinary topics. Delightful sort of hole this is, he said. This little dell and river here. It's like those places Stevenson talks about, where something ought to happen. I know, answered the other. I think it's because the place itself, so to speak, seems to happen, and not merely to exist. Perhaps that's what old Picasso and some of the cubists are trying to express by angles and jagged lines. Look at that wall like low cliffs that juts forward, just at right angles to the slope of turf sweeping up to it. It's like a silent collision. It's like a breaker in the backwash of a wave. Marsh looked at the low-browed crag overhanging the green slope and nodded. He was interested in a man who turned so easily from the technicalities of science to those of art, and asked him if he admired the new angular artists. As I feel it, the cubists are not cubist enough, replied the stranger. I mean they're not thick enough. By making things mathematical, they make them thin. Take the living lines out of that landscape, simplify it to a right angle, and you flatten it out to a mere diagram on paper. Diagrams have their own beauty, but it is of just the other sort. They stand for the unalterable things, the calm, eternal, mathematical sort of truth, what somebody calls the white radiance of— He stopped, and before the next word came, something had happened almost too quickly and completely to be realized. From behind the overhanging rock— came a noise and rush like that of a railway train, and a great motor-car appeared. It topped the crest of cliff, black against the sun, like a battle-chariot rushing to destruction in some wild epic. March automatically put out his hand in one futile gesture, as if to catch a falling teacup in a drawing-room. For a fraction of a flash, it seemed to leave the ledge of rock like a flying ship. Then the very sky seemed to turn over like a wheel— and it lay a ruin amid the tall grasses below, a line of grey smoke going up slowly from it into the silent air. A little lower, the figure of a man with grey hair lay tumbled down the steep green slope, his limbs lying all at random, and his face turned away. The eccentric fisherman dropped his net 
and walked swiftly toward the spot, his new acquaintance following him. As they drew near, there seemed a sort of monstrous irony in the fact that the dead machine was still throbbing and thundering as busily as a factory, while the man lay so still. He was unquestionably dead. The blood flowed in the grass from a hopelessly fatal fracture at the back of the skull, but the face, which was turned to the sun, was uninjured and strangely arresting in itself. It was one of those cases of a strange face so unmistakable as to feel familiar. We feel somehow that we ought to recognize it even though we do not. It was of the broad, square sort with great jaws, almost like that of a highly intellectual ape, the wide mouth shut so tight as to be traced by a mere line, the nose short with the sort of nostrils that seemed to gape with an appetite for the air. The oddest thing about